This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. There are legends around here. Who died my G fucking king of the zombies? Even if only in their own minds. <laughs> Forgotten, but not yet dead. I want to play a game. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers Podcast. My name is Isaiah. Joined tonight by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How have you guys been doing over the last month? Where am I, man? What's going on, man? I've been doing pretty good, dude. Doing pretty good. Chilling. <laughs> nice. Not bad. Nice. Hanging out. Relaxing. Hanging time with friends, family. You're going to have to stop me because this isn't going to stop on its own, Isaiah. I, I wanted to see how far you were going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, it's good to be back. I mean, it's been a... Like, it hasn't felt like it's been that long, but at the same time, it's it's felt like it's been like a fucking eternity since we've recorded anything. So, um, yeah, I mean, we took that basically a month and a half off, which has been refreshing. <laughs> it was kind of nice to kind of disconnect and just not have to worry about recording every week which is which was it was a nice break honestly is and i'm still not sure what i'm doing (laughs) (laughs) oh just go with the flow sean right okay mark thank you somebody's got me (laughs) somebody's got your back (laughs) fuck it's 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 good it's good to be recording though again and i mean i'm super excited because i've been waiting to do this um series for over a year because obviously we were talking about starting this last year um with reviewing all the halloween movies leading up to the release of halloween kills and so we're going to be actually doing that uh all the way through uh the release of halloween kills and we'll finish this series actually reviewing halloween kills and then doing a ranking of the franchise as it sits now before the release of halloween ends so so August through October, we're completely doing nothing but Halloween. So get ready; it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, um, and uh, I'm I'm can't wait for that. But be, before we get into all of this uh, with with talking about the first Halloween movie, uh, what have you guys been up to over the last month and a half? <laughs> nothing at all, man. <laughs> I went to the drive-in a few times and I freaked the fuck out because I thought it was about to be closed down and within 24 hours because everybody going crazy about it it was actually saved which is amazing and unheard of but thank goodness because I thought my life was over no I'm joking <laughs> but still I mean Jesus. but it sucked man but it's yeah. awesome I can't believe the response and I mean I knew people loved it but wow stars everybody like came out for it Yay for the place that backed off. So I saw that man just watching movies. The past week I've been doing a little bit of a Terminator marathon. I've only been through the first three. Okay. Which are probably the best three. So you can you're you're done with the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I almost thought that I was like, nah, I'm gonna because I still haven't seen Dark Fate, so I gotta finish it. Okay. Which is a freaking amazing. Sean, have movie. you seen Terminator two? Yes. <laughs> then you've seen Dark Fate. <laughs> Pretty much. Except, except Terminator 2 is the better version. Definitely. That movie's great, man. Every time I watch it, I'm like, this is just awesome. This movie's yep. great. It's just a fun movie. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't finished the Fear Street on Netflix, but the first two, I liked them, but I, there, there's a little oh. too much drama, man. Like, if they took I the drama... so much. That's what I hate about it. I just... They're going overboard with that, but some cool kills and like a good story, man. I just felt like the yeah. drama was overboard. We watched the first one with the 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 girl, the phantom girl that curses people or whatever, and it felt like the movie was trying to be too many things at once. Like yeah. it didn't know if it wanted to be a scary movie with ghosts and phantoms. It didn't know so if it wanted to be like a slasher get, movie. It get, kept getting distracted from. 
Yeah, it felt like they took the scary part. Uh, it felt like they took like a good story for a horror movie and mixed it with Riverdale, and that's where it lost <laughs> me. See, I've never seen Riverdale, but that would make sense because I feel like that's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what annoyed me, and it was like the we're poor and we're poor and we're so poor and those rich fuckers and we're yeah. poor and then it's like come on man just fucking kill someone again well <laughs> but then they came out and put the girl's head through the thing and i was like wow man see this is what it needed i didn't That's why. yeah the slicer <laughs> yeah that yeah. was a great kill so uh, like it has good to it but it, it isn't a whole but everybody's telling me the third one's the best. So I'm still I, I would agree. I, I did like the third one the best. Because, um, like, I, I, I liked it, too, but it, it did get a little overboard with the drama aspect of it. And it definitely felt very Riverdale-ish or CW-ish. It's, it is what it is. But, um, I mean, I did like a lot of the second one with the whole, you know, Friday the 13th ripoff kind of thing. I, I like the look of the killer because it reminded me of, obviously, baghead jason you know um which which i love that fucking look and but yeah it was the, really cool until the five minute discussion of our childhood in the tunnel yeah <laughs> yeah just, that stuff kept taking away from it me. it did and honestly it's good it, and bad man right it, it needed less of that but the third one i i, I liked a lot because uh and i won't get into too much but i like the whole aspect of going back to the beginning of everything and it kind of ends back in in present time so that that's as much as i'll say about it but I, I i think they did i think the third one is definitely the strongest out of the three so and that that's where Cut i'll back on it. the drama next time right i i probably won't finish them i was so bored yeah i don't blame you man <laughs> i figured most people like i was telling i was telling ted about it and I thought, man, i don't know if he's gonna like it or not like because it's right on the edge for me Mm-hmm. There was stuff I liked about it though, so it kept me going. I don't I've been yeah. on the fence about watching them, so I, I still don't know if I'm going to or not. <laughs> Demon Slayer, though, I don't care what anybody says. That shit's that awesome. show is so good. Have you seen the movie yet? No, I still got a few more episodes left. Man, the one episode where like he finally has met the one one of the twelve demons or whatever, and yeah, he thinks he's killed him, which I know he hasn't yet, but. That was like a powerful ending, dude. Mm-hmm. Talking about the the spider guy, yeah. And he was like, That's "You're not really going to kill my arc. sister." And he was like, "Damn, this is what real family is." And I was like, "Damn, this shit is deep, dude." Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. probably the best best arc in the whole show. I can't. Good stuff, man. Well, man, I have just other than moving and trying to get the house ready to sell. I haven't really watched a whole lot. We went and watched the. Uh, the was it the escape room two yeah yesterday or friday saturday whenever we watched it and it was just okay it was a, just like the first one where like it was interesting and it was good i definitely wouldn't say not to watch it but the ending was really bogus which i guess is <laughs> just gonna be if because it seems like they're trying to make it into a franchise. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. just going to go on and on. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. the first one. Though. I haven't seen this. Yeah, you, you'll probably yeah. like the second one, too. But the ending is just as stupid as the first one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I finally got caught up on Castlevania, the anime. And, man, that show is so fun. Heck yeah, dude. It's, if you like, even if you don't like anime and you just like action and cartoons, you probably love that show. Okay, that's Very just cool. about it. Nice, not a whole lot, but at the same time, quite a bit, especially with moving and shit. I mean, Jesus. yeah, it's just a lot of work, and man, yeah, it takes up too much damn time. <laughs> it really does. Jesus, Freaking stuff. Very cool. What about you, Ted? Ah, uh, just, just like I said, relaxing. Not really doing much of anything. Uh, just watch it. Just some movies. Got my Vinegar Syndrome July package in. So uh, I watched uh, Golden Arm last night, which was pretty funny. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I uh, got my Walking the Edge replacement disc, which was great. Just um, 
Yeah, start watching the new Masters of the Universe, and by the second episode, I was disappointed. It's basically a Tila show at this point, and I'm not happy. Especially since all the all the advertisements made it look like you know it was a He Man show. But I will you know, say that the ads made it look like He Man because someone was like, "Well, it is called Masters of the Universe, not He Man." I was like, "Well, good point," but the ad still made it seem like it it's was still, a He Man show. It's, it's still the ad like that and. The original show was called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, and it's always been, even in the toy line, was just called Masters of the Universe, but He-Man was the central character in that whole storyline started by right. those toys. You know? Well, even even the, the advert or the poster for the show is He-Man yeah. in the very center with everybody around him. Yeah. And <laughs> they should have done more than five time. episodes, man. Maybe that's what's hurting it and going to make it, I don't know. Five episodes of 20 minutes apiece seems like think, a really whack way to open something. But. I think the problem is Kevin Smith wasn't a fan. He said before that he wasn't a fan, and now that he got mm-hmm. the job, he's like, oh, I love this show. Yeah, he's, 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 he uh, said before he got this job that he was never into He-Man. So Yeah. Of course, like like I told us, talking to Isaiah, like the, the Rotten Tomatoes, which I hate Rotten Tomatoes because <laughs> I don't believe it. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics' reviews are like 97%. I'm like, of course they love this crap because they're not fans of He-Man. And then the audience review is like 25% or something it's like that. It's one of the biggest gaps I've ever seen on Rotten Tomatoes. It's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, the, people hate it, and I don't blame them. It, it sucks because like the first episode was amazing man you got he-man finds skeletor man it's this epic battle and the universe is at stake and all this stuff and then at the end of it you know like, like he-man seemingly dies i said i haven't finished it i've only watched the first two episodes and i keep debating if i should even finish it because it's basically a tila show after this but like he seemingly died and so like like he-man's dad realizes that you know prince adam was he-man he learns that you know his wife, the queen, kept it from him. Man of Arms kept it from him, so he banishes Man at Arms from the kingdom. And they're they're angry. And then Tila is just like, "How dare y'all? All of y'all have lied to me my entire life. Y'all never told me Adam was was." The, and she made it about her. I'm like, he just died saving the entire universe but you're gonna whine that like people lied to me my whole life and because nobody told me that he was he man i'm like his dad has more of a reason to be angry than than you i'm like why are you and, and again she's not angry like because of he's he man she's angry because nobody told her and like she had a writers, it was, it was ridiculous. I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I've got a bad feeling about this now after that. Cause that was the end of the first episode. She's like, I'm out of here. I quit. Blah, blah. Second episode. <laughs> starts, yeah. Second episode starts. It's like a few years later. And, and she's like some mercenary for hire or something. And I'm just like, Oh no. Like this is all about Tila, isn't it? And sure enough it is. Well then, then like, they're getting the old team back together. Like we gotta, we gotta unite the swords of power and, and blah blah. And I'm just like, I don't even know if I want to keep watching this because this is not a human show. <laughs> this is maybe they'll bring I'm, him back to life, Ted. May, maybe they will. Maybe they will. But you know, I don't know if I want to waste my time. That's it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm not. I don't have a good feeling. So, yeah understandable so how long do you have left on your uh, vacation now ted before you go back i got one week left one week yeah by the time uh, this episode releases you'll be back at work <laughs> oh that yep. sucks dude it's gone by way too quick like the whole fucking summer has just gone by way too quick yeah but it normally it's been, a good, it's been a good summer. I don't even think we triple digits down here, which is usually what happens in June. Yeah. <laughs> all, the rain, all the rain we got, and then and I don't know what's going on. Everybody else was, like, getting, like, huge heat waves, but here we stay, in the 80, you know, we stay in the 80s and 90s. I think today it was, like, the high might have been, like, 95, when usually it would have been, like, 103 to 105. <laughs> Sometimes 110, I mean, it's. We haven't so, hit triple, not, but we've been close, man. It's been like pushing, yeah. Which it's isn't been a nice bad, summer, but unusual. Yeah, 
I remember getting in my car one day and it was like 89 degrees and, and I was just like, heck yeah. <laughs> right. so this is perfect. I'll tell you but, what. You <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what. I'm not proud of you because you're in football. I'm proud of you because you're my boy. Mm. I was thinking King of the Hill. Right. I was thinking about that earlier today for some reason. You're my boy. <laughs> I love it. Well, it gets one degree harder, Dale. I'm going to kick your. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that episode. <laughs> First episode. Oh my god, it's so good! <laughs> Jesus, well for me, I, I've been pretty much keeping busy. I'm obviously, working like normal, um, and then when I haven't been working, usually I'm spending time uh, with my girlfriend. So it's been a lot of that, a lot of uh, like going camping, and then like this past week when we went to uh, her family's cabin. Uh, for the weekend, so I got to meet her parents and whatnot this weekend. So uh, between that, I mean, I've been watching a lot of, like, TV. I haven't really watched a whole lot of movies. I, I did go to the movies. Uh, me, my girlfriend, and two of her friends went, or three of her friends went and saw Black Widow in the theaters, and that was kind of meh. It, was, it wasn't it was the greatest. <laughs> I heard um, that movie sucked. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it had good action in it, but it was just meh. It was just, it wasn't very exciting, you know? So not I mean, worth, not worth the year, the year wait. <laughs> not really. No, it, it, it really wasn't. And it, it's kind of disappointing with it being like Marvel's first like movie. And however long, like their TV shows are like way better than black widow was. So, I would say focus on the TV shows and skip Black Widow. I mean, it's it's worth seeing if you can see it for nothing. I wouldn't pay to see it. Um, unfortunately, I did pay to see it. <laughs> so, I think it's a bad strategy after the big, huge, epic thing they did to come out with a movie about a character not many very people are aware of. So. Right. Not only that, but she's dead. Right. Spoiler alert, she died in Endgame. This is a, a prequel to that. This takes place well, like... With Loki, right. all things that have to do with timelines are out the window. Yeah. Completely out the window. It's all about multiple different timelines, so you can bring anybody back. <laughs> it doesn't gosh. matter. This is stupid. That's why I'm <laughs> Endgame was it for me. I'm glad I made the right decision. Yeah, they're going to probably do another arc with movies just like the last phase, and then instead of ending with Infinity War, they're probably going to end with Nexus War. Yeah, oh gosh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Which honestly, that, that arc of Galaxy Three—that's all I want to see now. That story arc in the comic books was a lot of fun, so they could be good movies. Yeah, I, I do like that they're going with Kang the Conqueror for um, spoiler alert. Sorry, uh, with the next <laughs> big bad. So I mean, it's it, it it's it's exciting based off of what's been happening in the shows. I love that actor, by the way. Yes, I don't remember too. his name, but he was the main character in Love Lovecraft Lovecraft Country, and mm-hmm. he was amazing. I agree, and I think he's going to be well suited for that role, and especially the different versions that may come out, you know, during you know the shows and movies and whatnot, because it's going to be interesting how they go about this now that everything's basically bro- broken. So. I will say I still maintain that Falcon and Winter Soldier was the best show that they made. Oh, I I agree 100%. That's definitely my favorite thus far. And uh, it felt like an actual Marvel movie if you put all the episodes together. It it was very well done. And the ending of that was fucking spectacular. And that's all I'll say about that. But, yeah, I mean, Loki was pretty good. Uh, I did watch that um, over the last month and then... Um, I finished Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, at the beginning of when we kind of stopped recording for, for this little hiatus. So, um, yeah, I've been kind of keeping up on the Marvel stuff and then, uh, I rewatched, uh, well, I rewatched Schitt's Creek and well, no, I, I had already started rewatching it and I finished that again. And then I restarted watching Parks and Rec over the last couple of weeks. And then, um, God, it's just been a lot of TV show watching. Like, whose line is it anyway? 
because that's on HBO Max and yeah, it's been it's just been a lot of TV shows. Mash, I've been I've been getting back into watching Mash, which has been great. Um, just because my my girlfriend will watch that, she'll put that on in the background, and so there's been a lot of Mash watching over the last month, which has been fine. That and the West Wing and different stuff like that. So, no, but not a whole lot of movies though. It, it's been surprising. It, like we've watched a few movies, like Grand Budapest Hotel, and um. Like I've watched the Fear Street stuff, and obviously Halloween one and 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 two for getting ready to, to record these first two episodes. But yeah, other than that, not a whole lot of movies <laughs> have been watched. So, but yeah, just been super busy though between work and then doing stuff on the weekends, which has been nice. Because it's been nice not to stay at home, just sitting inside like it has been for the last fucking year and a half. And actually having a reason to go do shit, so it's it's been a nice change of pace. So, but I am excited to be back and recording those because I've 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 definitely missed this and getting these episodes made. So I'm super excited, especially to be talking about the Halloween franchise because I've been wanting to do this for a while. Um, before we get into the the actual review for one though, because uh, obviously since we stopped recording, they released the Halloween kills trailer what are your guys' thoughts on that i know ted hasn't seen it because he's wanting to go in there without yeah, much first, so i wish i'd have took that approach because i felt like they um i mean it was a cool trailer but i didn't like how they got on gave away sean warned me that's why they I gave away how the the beginning of the movie right they gave away how michael survived yeah mm-hmm. so i thought that was kind um, of whack to do and there was a lot of cool kills i just hope that isn't the whole fucking movie so but i i still feel the same way i mean it'd probably be a good movie like the last one but man i'm just i'm just not really digging the whole laurie strode going into hunter killer mode the way that they are doing it this is my personal opinion. Yeah. From my from what seem like a family let's go kick his ass thing. Yeah. From from what y'all told me, I'm afraid that this movie's not gonna have any atmosphere. It's just gonna be like action, like Sean said. Sean said the trailer felt more action than horror. And I'm afraid that's what's gonna happen. Is there's not gonna be any tension, atmosphere, it's just gonna be like like what you guys just said. Let's go and get them, guys. Let's get them. And try to do like, I don't know, aliens or people, you know, kind of like what they did in Hatchet too. But it worked in Hatchet too because they're just rednecks. Well, trying it, to, was a, it was a trying more to clear horror comedy. Yeah, exactly. Not not a full on like supposed to be a hundred percent serious. Like you know, because that was a hundred percent serious. It they took the villain seriously, but you know the characters. But here, everything's taken seriously in the in the twenty eighteen movie. So you just like. Everything you guys told me, I'm just like, I don't know. I was apprehensive when 2018 was coming out because of just what everybody was saying. Like, you know, everybody all of a sudden was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween 2 sucks now. Just because I heard John Carpenter doesn't like it and he's behind this new movie. And I'm Fuck just John like, Carpenter. I love Halloween 2. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I didn't More on that later. <laughs> right. But I'm just that's why I'm worried about there's gonna be no tension, there's gonna be no atmosphere. It's just it's just gonna be bam bam, wham bam, thank you, ma'am type, you know. It's gonna be like Friday the thirteenth. Even now though for Friday a 13th, positive view of the trailer, let's hear what that has to say. <laughs> even 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 Friday thirteenth has atmosphere though, so that's what I'm just worried about. Well, I will say, um, just based off of my reaction for the trailer, I'm super excited for it. So I, I I'm Definitely pumped for it. I'm I'm excited for the the way that they are going with it. Honestly, um, they have said because I know like the worry about showing so many kills. They have said it's the highest body count in any of the Halloween movies. So I'm not worried about them showing as many kills as they did in the trailer. Could they have showed you less? Yes, but at the same time, I mean, if it is the highest body count in any of the Halloween movies, I, I think it's it's going to be fine. Um, I think it's going to have a lot of tension with it, uh, just from what I'm seeing and what I've been reading up on and hearing, because it's, it's, it's supposed to be like the most batshit crazy Halloween movie 
and it's because they're going like almost kind of an arc kind of thing where you know the 2018 one was felt a lot like a regular Halloween movie where this is going to be amped up and then um, you're going to kind of have that conclusion where it's more contained with uh, Halloween ends and so I'm I'm happy with the way that they're going with this and I'm excited to see what they do with this just based off of what they showed so far in the trailer. So I, I'm, I'm personally excited, you know, and I, and I understand, you know, the concerns with it. I, I don't think we really have anything to be concerned about, but I may be wrong. You know, we don't know until the movie actually comes out. So, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm super always excited. concerned. Dude. Well, I really, really want it to be good. Cause this franchise desperately needs good movies. Mm-hmm. It's my opinion. I, I don't like over half of the Halloween movies. Um, I do have one positive thing to say about the trailer, though. It was a whole hell of a lot better than the Candyman trailer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My bowel movement is better than the Candyman trailer. <laughs> that Jeez. Texas brisket, too. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Even so. undercooked brisket is better than the Candyman <laughs> Say my name. <laughs> no Tony Todd, no dice. That's all I had to say. Well, they got his voice in the trailer. I don't give a crap. No Tony <laughs> Todd, no dice. I'll stick with the three movies and pretend this doesn't exist, which is probably what's going to happen. It's, it's almost like making a child's play movie without Brad Dourif. Oh wait, they did that. <laughs> but that was actually good. Or though. A Nightmare on Elm Street without Robert Englund. <laughs> And look what happened. It's all his fault, though, because he turned it down. I mean, did you see the movie? movie Trash. I mean, if I'd have read that script, I'd have turned that shit down too. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, good times. But yeah, I mean, I'm personally excited for Halloween Kills, and I I can't wait. And I'm going to go see it at Alamo Draft House because hopefully my Alamo Draft House is going to be back open. Uh, once that movie releases, because it's supposed to be reopening this fall, so this shit still ain't open. Yeah, ours isn't. It. They're opening in like phases, so there's some that have been reopened, and they're just ours has been open for a while. Yeah, I guess I'm lucky. So I'm one of the your unlucky home... ones. <laughs> your home just sucks, Isaiah. So... <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. you're not wrong. Everything is open here, man. Way to rub it in, guys. Thanks. <laughs> you don't have to wear masks going out in public anymore. Well, I don't have to do I that stopped, anymore. I stopped doing that before it even became a thing. Where like, I'm like, screw this. I don't care anymore. Don't God you care? Bless America. <laughs> right. What about the Delta variant? Call me when it's the Alpha variant, okay? I only deal with Alphas. Not betas, not gammas, not deltas. Only the alphas. <laughs> what about lambda, lambda, lambdas, Ted? <laughs> um, I am, I am a lambda. What are you talking about? I am a trilambda. <laughs> I am a trilam. Okay. Haven't <laughs> got my laugh down. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Revenge of the nerds. I love it. All right. Are we ready to talk about Halloween? Yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad, Ted. Too bad. (laughs) All right, let's talk about 1978's Halloween. Halloween night. A small American town. Fifteen years ago. trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. I think he'll come back. Exploring uncharted territory. Totally charted. Sure, sure. 
Halloween. So Halloween was released on October 27, 1978, obviously directed by John Carpenter. And this is honestly my second favorite Carpenter movie uh, behind The Thing, The Thing being my all-time favorite Carpenter movie. Halloween's close second, though. Uh, it, this one has, like, the right amount of suspense. It's, it's like, and I know I've said this multiple times in different episodes, it's like the perfect horror movie. I mean, it's got everything. It's 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 usually one when I want to introduce somebody to horror. If 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 it's not like a horror comedy that I introduce them to, it's usually Halloween um, for straight horror. Uh, it, it's it's so good. It's so well made. I mean the the script, everything with it is just fucking perfect. The music is fucking perfect. So it's always the the go to movie for me for introducing somebody to to horror. Um, so we've got the cast of Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously, who's like, this is like her breakout role. I mean, it's her introduction to, to movies and whatnot. And it, I mean, obviously her, her career skyrocketed, you know, since this, you've got Donald Pleasance, who was obviously kind of the seasoned actor um, that they brought in for the character of Sam Loomis. You've got Nancy Loomis, you've got PJ Souls, and you've got Charles Cyphers. Um, this had a budget of about $325,000 and, grossed well over 47 million dollars worldwide and for the longest time was like the most successful independent movie of all time so i mean this made a fuck ton of money uh you know during its initial release and so the you know just a little bit of trivia obviously we all know but for those that don't the original title for this was the babysitter murders and it actually didn't originally take place on halloween and due to budgetary um uh, concerns they decided to contain it all into one night and they chose Halloween to be the kind of the place setting and, and whatnot. So um, it was kind of a blessing in disguise, you know, with having it versus taking place over the course of a few days, putting it all into one night. And, and obviously it's the rest is history with regards to that. So um, one thing I liked regarding the choices for Michael Myers in this movie is that Carpenter did not want people to have anything to relate with him. So, I mean, and I think he did the perfect job with creating like him as a character and it just felt there's no emotion. There's nothing there. And I, I thought that was perfect regarding it. Um, but like I said, it, it's like the perfect fucking movie it, it, for, for horror in, in my opinion. It's it like I said. It's it's got basically everything you could ever want. Great pace, great tone. Mm -hmm. One of the best scores I think in the horror movie. Oh, definitely. I'm I'm gonna say this. You're wrong about Jamie Lee Curtis, though. Her career did not blow up right after the movie. She was actually not getting a lot of roles after Halloween, which shocked Carpenter, which is why he put her in the fog. It really wasn't until Trading Places is when she really blew up, and that's when she really hit the stardom well i didn't mean it like blew up right after halloween but it was kind of the start starting point yes yes you did stop lying and trying to say things <laughs> yes. you're supposed to be in charge of all information you can't get right, so you have to get right. oh my god 
<laughs> wouldn't wouldn't you, be the same you, if Ted wasn't trying to bust my balls on an episode. You, you disgust <laughs> me, you know. <laughs> well, no, I just wanted to throw that out there because a lot of people do assume that, um, you know, she's after Halloween she was just a big superstar. No, that didn't happen. No. It took it took five years for that to happen. After well, Train Place was eighty three, I think. So yeah, uh, yeah. Five years yep. Yeah, again, that's why Carpenter put her in the fog because he's he was just kind of shocked that she hadn't blown it because you know he thought she was fantastic. So he's like, "Here, here, go! I'm gonna put you in the fog." And you get I think to she is the- great and she plays the role perfectly. But and the star get, get of the movie sleep. is Mr. Loomis. Yes, Pleasant. Oh, yes, you get to sleep with Tom Atkins in the fog. Before showing the rest of <laughs> Well, I'm glad I got that in because Tom Atkins is just too yeah. special, man. So, <laughs> it's the mustache, man. It's the mustache. You cannot resist the mustache. Yeah, no but yes, Donald Pleasant, star of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> This this whole movie was is such a pinnacle to where horror ended up over the next twenty to thirty years after mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it, it's down to how the 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 cinematography was, some of the trick shots, everything, yeah. the suspense, these. I mean, there were some other films that could sort of fit into the slasher genre, but this one pretty much started. The craze for slasher movies. Yeah, it launched it, man. There's a few before for sure, man. But it popularized. This is, yeah, it, this definitely made everybody go, "Wow, what is this?" So, we want to see more. Of this so story. many imi- <laughs> Yeah, so many imitations after this. Then, mm-hmm. like, I mean, Friday the Thirteenth came along, and then it really just opened the door. Everybody. Plus, you know, it, it popularized. Well, let's uh, let's have something bad happen on a holiday because this was Halloween. Oh, so yeah. then you had like Silent Night Deadly. <laughs> Silent Eye, Deadly Night, and you had, you know, Chris, the Friday 13th, and you had April Fool's Day, you have um, um, New Year's Evil. Yep. I mean, it, it just it just goes on and on. I mean, still waiting for Columbus Day Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> what about Labor Day Massacre? Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> I'm sick That's of just... I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, kind of going back to the whole cinematography thing, um, one thing that I found very interesting with this movie is that this had a shooting um, schedule of 20 days, and that first opening shot with that steady cam shot where it's just one solid shot for those first few minutes, that took two days of filming. So out of 20 days, that was you know a, a good solid chunk. That was almost 10% of the, <laughs> the filming schedule time was getting that one shot and it's so iconic yelling john carpenter didn't i love i love how they how they hide the cut Mm -hmm. when uh deborah hill who's playing the young michael from the point of view she picks up the mask puts it on that's when the cut happens but you don't notice it because it's the mask being put on it's it's great (laughs) yeah the, the 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 cut for that was fucking well done and perfect and that kind of helped Break it up so you're not having one solid shot through the the whole fucking can talk, thing. Can you talk about Michael's sister and boyfriend? How that was like the fastest sex, the fastest quickie in, in cinema history. Definitely, it's like oh, they were like in high second. school. Ted, cut him a break. <laughs> yeah, the boy was excited. At least he made it there. Yeah, it's not American Pie. Or... Usually Sean's calling people two pump chumps, but man, he's going off. And he's going to eat on this guy. I'm like, Sean, what's what's up, man? Do you know this guy personally? Or hey, he's a good friend of mine. All right, Just leave him alone. <laughs> he's a good guy. I love it. Uh, kind of going back to the the score for the movie because obviously this, like you were saying, Sean, this is like one of the most iconic scores in in movie history. The the other thing is like with how fast a lot of the this stuff for the movie came together, like this whole score was also composed in only four days by John Carpenter. Like he fucking composed that whole fucking score in four days, which is fucking phenomenal. And like just it like sucks, it blows my what fucking sucks mind. Me into the movie, man. Yeah. Don't don't forget either that he showed the movie to an executive without the music and at like Fox in the and the executives like this isn't scary. 
because there's no music in it. There's nothing scary about this movie at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Carpenter said that that's when he learned how important music is to the movie. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Usually sound that's the soul everything. of the movie. Yeah, sound yeah. is everything. It's the soul of the movie, in my opinion. I think one of my favorite like editing camera tricks they did was when he strangled the German Shepherd. Yeah, man, I was gonna bring that up when I asked him what his favorite kill. Done in reverse, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he filmed he filmed the guy picking the dog up or putting the dog down, and then he he uh, edited it in reverse, so it looks like the dog yeah. was laying limp. So great, man! Yeah, that amazed me. It was like kid. Like I was like, how did they get this dog to do that? They killed that freaking dog. I put that right up there with the (laughs) the sheriff's death in Friday Six, where they had a guy stuck down in a hole. Like shit, like that is so inventive. I love it. Tricking the eyes and brain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the noise. Honestly, that's not a human, but that's my favorite kill in the movie. That isn't human. I mean, if you count non-human kills, but yeah, I was always impressed, man. Uh, My favorite actual kill though is um, Annie. Oh, mine is pinning the guy to the wall with the butcher knife. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite kill is the one you don't see when the truck driver is dead on the in the grass. Like I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> my my too. favorite my my favorite kill is it it's it's got to be flipping it, it's a tie between Linda and Bob. I love that strangulation scene with the, mm-hmm. the phone cord and she's talking to Lori, but you know, pinned to the wall and him just look tilting his head looking like admiring his work or whatever. It's it's a, it's yeah, a hard tie. Yeah. yeah, I I lied. My favorite kill was John Carpenter's hopes and dreams when they told him he had to make a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about? I know we're not talking about Halloween too. I'll just quickly. You know what's funny is that he he hates the idea of him and of Michael and Laurie being brother and sister. I'm like, you didn't have to write the script that way. As I'm thinking, all you had to do was say, oh, Michael just has unfinished business. He wants to kill her because he started, you know. That's all you had to do. You didn't have to make him brother and sister if you're so against it. Yeah. But no, he acts, I mean, it, it he acts like he was forced upon. I'm like, nobody forced you to write write it like that. You had to write the sequel, fine, but you didn't have to write it that way. He didn't know what else to do. Well, it's because he sucks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nah, it sucks that you can't say that because he is a great filmmaker, but he, he really gets under my skin with this whole thing. No, with Halloween too, he does because because <laughs> yeah. he acts like you know I I had to write it. No, you didn't. It, it could have just been a simple slasher film. Mm-hmm. He going to the hospital, finish Lori because that's what he started. He's finishing what he started, but no. No, I have to. I'm I'm, I'm drinking however many beers. <laughs> oh, they're brother and Six sister. Pack. And then I'm going to complain for the next 40 years. Well, back to this movie, man. One <laughs> last thing I wanted to say is I think one of the, my favorite scenes is when Lori is there and you have the doorway, the dark doorway behind her, and Michael kind of just blends out of the dark. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty awesome scene. Man. Using the dim kinda, light. Yeah, yeah he great. just kind of magically appears. Like a boogeyman. It's like one of the scariest scenes in that whole movie. Just with don't forget that little appearing. that little musical cue too. <laughs> so yeah, good. it's like the thing that they were trying to recreate in 2018, where Lori pops out of the dark. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, you may remember that. <laughs> Which one is like? <laughs> What were you going to say now, Mark? I was going to say, honestly, it wasn't really done that badly in 2018. I didn't think so, but it was kind of weird that it's, it. I don't know. That's I think that's a discussion for the 2018 movie. But <laughs> yeah, I think probably. it's weird. That, yeah. Because yeah, I have a I few opinions agree. about it, and that's why. I'm yeah, me too. <laughs> it was done well, but it Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, The last thing I kind of wanted to talk about uh, was going back to the budget with this movie. So um, just to kind of give like a overview of kind of what the budget was used for. So, so of that 325 
thousand dollars. Half of that was spent on uh, the cameras used to film the movie, so they got the right um, kind of uh, look for it. On top of that, Donald Pleasant. So after you to subtract half of that, three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Donald Pleasance, for the five days he actually filmed on set, was given $20,000. And then um, Jamie Lee Curtis was reportedly paid only $8,000 for, for her role, um, obviously with being new and everything. And then, like, on top of that, because they didn't have much of a budget left over for, like, uh, for wardrobe, like, all of the, uh, the characters or all the actors basically – got their own wardrobe and like Lori. Uh, so Jimmy Lee Curtis spent like a hundred dollars at JC Penny to get her wardrobe for the fucking movie. So um, it just shows like how little this movie had for a budget after they got their cameras, <laughs> but like h- how well it fucking did. I mean, they, they created such a fucking great movie with I so little money. Camera. That's the lesson. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I wonder if you can go back and like zoom in and freeze frame and see the tag still on her jacket because she wants to return it. <laughs> <laughs> Makes She's you like, wonder. I would never wear this, but Lori would. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you never know. But yeah, I mean, overall, this is such a great movie. I mean, it's it's and it's stood the test of time. I mean, you can't say that about a lot of a lot of horror movies, but this still, even to this day is such a phenomenal movie and it's aged very, very well for, you know, being over 40 years old, you know, a lot of people that do uh, film study classes still look at this movie today. Mm -hmm. I will say one thing when I took my, um, I took my nephew last October to see this in the theater and I was a little worried like he was born because it's not like, you know, fast paced and all this stuff but i was so relieved when he's like that was a good movie i really liked that so i was like oh that's good that's good so i was just you know where he'd be bored now, sometimes yeah, i think uh, that with certain older ones man but the good ones still stand tall yeah usually. <laughs> and then we watched halloween too and he i said which one do you like better he says the first one <laughs> <laughs> you happy john carpenter <laughs> 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 Oh man, I love it. Any final thoughts on uh, Halloween? It's a classic; you can't beat it. Great, man. unless you're Halloween Four, then you can totally beat it. <laughs> <laughs> but not by much. But still, great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweet. Um, so now, just to kind of wrap things up with this one, uh, what would you guys rate Halloween out of five? Five. You know, all five all day, man. It's not zero. Don't even, don't even have to think about it. <laughs> zero. Zero. This movie sucks. It's overrated. It's boring. There's no blood and just boring. Nah, I give it a I give it a five. It's a it's a great movie. Yeah. Obviously it's easy five for me as well. It's it's like I said, it's it's for me it's the perfect horror movie. I it's it's just I, I I can't say anything bad about the fucking movie. Honestly, I, there, there's nothing bad about this movie from what I see as from my opinion. So it's definitely an except easy those ride. except those shoes that Lori wears. So those are terrible. <laughs> just, <laughs> ugh, J. C. Penny, it. man, J. C. Penny, can't believe it. <laughs> ugh, just yuck. <laughs> All as right, a fashion, as a fashion designer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That would be interesting to see you as a fashion designer, Ted. I would love to see what you would come up with. Um, that's my right. part-time. That's my part-time job. Everything you guys are wearing right now is because of me. Mannequin so. Three, starring Ted. <laughs> <laughs> you can take the role from the dude in Part Two, the the gay guy in that one. <laughs> uh, no, nobody can replace. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I'd have I'd have to be somebody completely different. Oh man, I love it. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I got a good idea for mannequin. It's a man who's a mannequin this time in the woman. There you go. go. That's how you gender flip things. You make it inter- That's interesting, right there. I love it. She's working in a department store, and the male mannequin. Sean, you will be the male mannequin. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm ready. 
And Sean, I'll be the girl. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Budget cut, Sean. Just ignore my beard. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, mannequin shit. 3. The show must go on. <laughs> Man- <laughs> mannequin 3. We can't go on the move. We don't have the budget for it. <laughs> I love it. Sean, we got to write this now. This is perfect. <laughs> mannequin 3. Mm. The end of the trilogy. There you go. I like it. Kim Cattrall owns the department store. <laughs> <laughs> shit. All right. Well, we would also love to know what you guys think of Halloween. You can always feel free to reach out to us through our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at CLS Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and our return to creating content. Um, Like I said, uh, we're going to be doing an episode each week uh, leading up to the release of Halloween Kills, and it'll be a review of each of the Halloween movies leading up to that. And then we'll do a final ranking the week after uh, the release of Halloween or the week after we do our review of Halloween Kills. So super exciting. Uh, lots of content coming here all the way through the Halloween season. I'm super pumped for it. Our, so before we leave, though, are there any final words? Yeah. If if you're doing uh, psychiatric work with someone that you're sure is the incarnate of Satan and he escapes, just let him go. He's someone else's problem. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh my god. <laughs> god. <laughs> oh fuck, man. Oh shit. I love it. Well, if there's nothing else, we appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode, and we will see you guys next week. This episode of the Crystal Lake Soldiers Podcast is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers.